All right, Johnny Gill here live from Cyprus with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? All right, episode 147. Uh, we're going to recap real quick the uh, semifinals. So we have our final matchup set. Uh, in the first semifinal game, it was Kings of the North versus the Bullets. Uh, 87-54. The Bullets got jumped on pretty, pretty bad, pretty really early, as, as you saw on the Instagram post. 24 to 5 in the first quarter. I think you said they were up 5-4. And they finished on the 20-0 run to end the first. And the Bullets really basically came out tight early. And uh Kings of North just jumped all over them. And it, and it wasn't really close. Halftime, you know, they were it got to 13. But the second half, it was bad. So they made a run, you know, they made a run in the second quarter, but the second half it was it was horrible. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> One team looked like they've been there before. The other team kind of looked like they were tight. They got tight. You know, they were tight. Um, and that's it's disappointing because I felt like they kind of coming to their own over the last month. That they had a very tough start to the season. So, see, kind of end pretty much how it started. Um, it's kind of disappointing. But a good season for them overall. But just kind of staying particular to this game. Uh, I mean, just, you know, Slit and Larry probably got to play better. Uh, those are guys who are the leaders of the team. Jalen came out with, you know, he played well. I think he played with a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Swinton Larry didn't play their best game, and Reed didn't play his best game either. Um, and, you know, in order to beat, beat any team, um, they were going to have to play well. But to beat the Kings of the North, who, again, are undefeated and haven't lost in this particular league, you know, they, they definitely had to do more than what they did. Unfortunately, it didn't happen. Mm. Tough, tough uh, defeat uh, for the Bulls. They'll have to reload, retool in the offseason. And uh, I'm sure Larry has something up his sleeves. Yeah. I'm sure they'll uh, they'll be ready to go. Right. Okay, uh, sharpshooters versus 40 boys. Uh, very, very shorthanded 40 boys tonight. Uh, as far as their bench, uh, Nicholas and Braden are starters. Uh, they were out. That's a lot of points missing. And yeah. they – Probably 40 points. Right, at least 40. And uh, sharpshooters – uh, they took advantage. Sharpshooter was the better team from from tip off. Yeah. Uh, they looked like a better team. And that's why I predicted the game would be close, and I thought Sharpshooters would win a close game, uh, even with Forty Wars at full strength. But uh, they definitely took advantage, and they won eighty four sixty one. Say had the game of the, of, of the season for himself: thirty two points, seven rebounds. Uh, he was right; he definitely had over thirty. Um, yeah. So, I mean, really, not much to say about this game. I mean. Shannon was solid, but, uh, you know, everybody else with them not having uh, enough players uh, for them to get adequate rest. And the players that they were missing were huge players yeah. on their team. Uh, they really just were outmatched. They really didn't have a chance. Yeah, uh, it was tough. Um, again, disappointing because you kind of think that, you know, you, you have a little bit better effort uh, coming from them today. But, I mean, that's why you play the games. Uh, and... I know this because I played basketball. I know it as a coach. It's just the teams that I always felt were good teams were teams that actually played defense really well and were consistent with their effort every single day. And sometimes with 40 boys, as good as they are, I think they're the most dynamic team in the league. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, and they're the most explosive team in the league. But you just kind of don't know what you're going to get game to game with them a lot of times either. And so, hell, you don't know what you're going to get quarter to quarter. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and it's hard to score 90 points when you don't have – when you got, like you said, 40 points missing. Yeah. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. And so, 
so yeah, they didn't get much of a challenge today to sharpshooters. Who at the end of the day, let's give them some credit because it's their first time playing in the league. Yeah. Uh, and they they're showing up and they're doing the things that they need to do. I mean, and that's a big part. They have been, like I was saying, the, one of the more consistent teams yeah. in the league. And it's showing them now. That's why they're in the position that they're in. Yeah, and, and Say was absolutely just incredible tonight. Um, but the, besides the 30 points, he was he was doing it on both ends. He was getting steals, got a, got a, a big block on Johnny, and he shot the ball well, yeah. very, very well. He made his free throws, made his threes, was finishing at the rim. Up and under, he he had the total package tonight. So, uh, sharpshooters say you know, as no as as the season has been going on, he's really been a role player for. So for him to to show that kind of explosiveness on the offensive end, that really shows you uh, how dangerous sharpshooters are, really is. And he was a candidate uh, for player uh, semi was it semi, no quarterfinals uh, player, of the week. player of the week. And um, I, I think one of his one of his homeboys, I guess that who commented on there said he's a legendary bucket. <laughs> so that definitely showed true uh, tonight. So congratulations to them. So uh, let's move on to our next topic. All right. Uh, real quick, let's acknowledge our player. Our uh, quarterfinals player of the week, it was Reed Wallace. He finished uh, with a double-double. Shout-out to Reed. I know they, uh, they're they officially eliminated, but I did want to acknowledge uh, his good game. Uh, I think he had 13 and 16 mm-hmm. uh, last game, so he was, in fact, the player of the week. Um, let's move on to our finals, uh, our predictions. Now, we got Kings of the North versus Sharpshooters. Um and I will post the article tomorrow and uh, my whys and why nots. Um, I think with both games uh, ending with uh, with uh, Kings of the North winning by five, I think a good line will be four. So we'll say the line is four. Mm-hmm. Um, over, under... I like to do the team comparisons. That's how I get my numbers. Uh, over under, let's see, 86 and 83. So that's 169. So we'll set the line at 169. Um, and my prediction, I'm going to say Kings of the North, they win 72 to 70. Mm-hmm. I got Kings of the North, 72 to 70. Low scoring game, defensive game. It'll come down to the last possession. I'll give Squeak the game winner. Oh. Mm-hmm. I actually think the last time he played, that's kind of the, the line I went with. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar line in that. And I said Squeak shooting free throws for the win. Mm-hmm. That kind of happened. But uh, call myself Nostradamus. Uh, but do I want to be controversial? <laughs> How much do I really want to piss some people off? Um <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna do it, man. I'm a, I'm a okay. <laughs> the suspense. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and go. Uh, I think Kings of North gonna have to score a little bit this game. Okay. Because uh, I do think they're gonna be there's gonna be a run at some point in the game that they will have to sustain mm-hmm. to 
win their championship. I think last time they won the championship here, they didn't have to really win their championship. They just no took it. Right. <laughs> Shout out to Free. <laughs> Your boys. My boys. My boys. Shout out to Free. So I think they're going to have to earn their championship. And I think there's going to be a run, a big run, where they even may take the lead late in the game. Uh, I can see. Sharpshooters? Sharpshooters taking the lead okay. late, late in the game. And their, their, their championship medal will have to show up. And I'm going to pick them scoring a little bit. I'm going to go 88 to 84. Okay. Uh, I don't want to say Sharpshooters. Yeah. 88 to 84. Kings of the Kings North. Kings of the North. So they'll cover the – well, they won't cover the spread. No. Okay. If the line is at four and it's four, that means they don't cover right. They don't cover right yeah, okay. Got it. Okay, interesting. Uh I'm sure sharpshooters will be looking at that and I'm and I'm sure uh I'm sure Kings of the North will be like, damn right. Except they probably think they'll probably win by a little more. Yeah, yeah. So they'll probably be mad at that because they say, Why are we in pitting by ten? Right. <laughs> Even though both games were five. <laughs> right. Well you should have added them up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um Let's move on to our final. It's a quick show today. Let's move on to our final uh, topic of the night in the news. All right, time for in the news. Uh, let's start with sports. Um, I want to start with college football. The thing about us doing this podcast is we get a lot of breaking news uh, the day of. And sometimes we have stuff that comes earlier in the week, but in this case, both of these stories uh, happened today. One of them just happened a couple minutes ago. Um, so college football, Travis Hunter, yeah. a five-star recruit, number one overall player, well, wide receiver in the country, yeah. uh, is decommitting from Florida State to Jackson State. Uh, Deion Sanders currently uh, coaches uh, Jackson State Tigers right now. Now, I have a couple of Positions on this, I believe. Uh, first of all, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, for going number one receiver in the country going to a HBCU, that's groundbreaking. Um, that's how it actually used to be back in the day, and uh, if the trend keeps going in that direction, we might see a repeat of history. Yeah. But um, I think that's big. Only thing, my only criticism is that it's like, damn, Dion, your own alma mater, like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, too, probably that's tough. <laughs> But uh, big ups uh, to Trav. Uh, that's huge because uh, this is one thing I noticed during the pandemic. A lot of players were talking about going to HBCUs, right, right, right. and then they did. They reneged on that. They didn't do it, and then now uh, we actually see it happen and coming to fruition. So that's uh, that's huge. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Kids are are different these days. Uh, there are good parts about it. Mm-hmm. There are bad parts about it. Uh, kids are obviously influenced uh, by things today that are not so much uh, what would be the word are are, 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 are pop sensational like mm-hmm. when everybody a lot of they like a lot of things they, they try to be different trendy or, and, tr- and trendy in a different way mm-hmm. where, they, where they're different and so I kind of see that, and a lot of that has to do with them being YouTube and Instagram babies, where mm-hmm. they have kind of the opportunity to really kind of show themselves and create attention and draw attention to themselves, a completely different than like me and you, or and definitely our parents and ages before have. Mm-hmm. So I, I think 
just that their mindset is just a lot different um, coming up now. And so I don't think they look at being at HBCU the same way that maybe I did or maybe my mother did or, or uh, you almost felt like when I was coming up, I, I went to Stephen F. Austin, okay. uh, got a degree at Stephen F. Austin. So I felt like there was a, a such a pleasure to be at that school compared to being at TSU or mm-hmm. Prairie View or where else. Because that's just kind of my mindset. That's kind of what I was programmed to think. Like, yeah. that, you know, like that was just so much beyond or above uh, no, uh, HBCU. Uh, and I don't know now that kids necessarily think like that. You know, I think they feel like the education, it, you don't get a worse education or it's a worse school per se to be at HBCU. Um, a school that's culturally at the end they built for somebody from their culture from that culture so uh, I just think the times are changing like I said hopefully um, things continue to kind of lean, lean that way uh, just not even just because you want black students going to black schools but you just I just think of education at a, a African or predominantly African American school or white school whatever school you choose to go to do it because you want to do it right. and it's best for you and it makes you feel a certain way when you decide to be a part of it and not necessarily just be programmed or trained that you need to do this or be at this particular school. Right. And do your history. Um, you want to have, like you said, you want to have a sense of pride uh, as far as like a university that, that you would take pride in. Like, okay, if I want to go here, it's because I want to go here. It's not because my parents went here. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's Or, you know, somebody I like went here. Do your history about a school and, and grow to love that school and then make that decision then. I think this is genuine from Travis Hunter. I don't believe uh, that this is because he's trying to grab headlines. I believe he truly wants to go to Jackson State, mainly because Dion is the coach. Right. But uh, that's where he wants to go. Right, right. So if he's going to go there, who's yeah. telling him who's going to follow? Who else will follow, right. And I really hope, and granted, the, the bigger schools, you know, the Texas, the LSUs, the Alabamas of the world, obviously the USC's, they obviously have a certain dollar amount. They better be careful, though. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that they can always kind of persuade uh, certain student-athletes to try to get to their school. We're going to get a break. It's going to be breaking news. NCAA decides to pay players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, enough of this. But it's the yeah. last thing we need. <laughs> so so I, I'm always very cautious of that, but I, I think it is a really cool move that we do have a couple of kids now, uh, just like Shaq's kids, to go on TSU now. Like, you know, I think it's pretty cool that they are choosing to go to these HBCUs. Now, that being said, not to get too far off topic, Dion. That Florida State job probably gonna come open in oh, a yeah. year or so. I know that's your alma mater. Don't go there. And I know that's what you want to do. And that'd be a great job at a great program. I would be very disheartened if he left. Oh yeah. After all he's done, I'll be done with him. And he left Jackson State or left that program to go to Florida State. I'll be done with him if he does that. You know, straight I, up. I really, I really hope. Because, you know, he's talking a good game right he now, is. man. And, Sounds and, good. And, and what he's doing right now, it, I feel like it's amazing. Uh, so, I know Florida State will be like, Dion, we got this bag. Come on home, baby. We, we got this bag for you. They're going to pay him more than all them coaches. Yeah. <laughs> all them coaches got the bag. They're going to pay him more. And, and they're so, looking at it like, man, they get they getting number one recruits. That's what I'm saying. At Jackson State, think what he'll do here. So, I, you know it's coming. Yeah. I, I see it coming. 
If they, hell, they might contact you tomorrow already. I wouldn't be surprised. Might have. Uh, I, I just hope that, you know, and look, I can't tell a man not to take his bag. <laughs> so I'm not going to be that guy either. Right. But the principle of everything that you've been doing is saying, it just kind of seemed faulty if you hopped up in Little Jackson State. But we'll see. You better stay at least three more years. Yeah. So that we is. can see what you can do. Right. I mean, right. they're undefeated, right? Oh, they, they been lost one game. Lost one game, I think. I think they were They're undefeated in the SWAT. And he might lost a sweat game, somebody. They lost to PB? Ain't that how they, no, they, they, they beat the crap out of PB. I they went 11-1. I had to look it up again. But I think that was the non-conference game. Anyway, uh, well, yeah, you looked at it while we move on. Um, so, NFL news. Urban Meyer, breaking news. This was literally like 25 minutes ago. Uh, out as the... Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he's out as the Jackson, uh, Jacksonville uh, head coach. He's done. Um, Damn, it was funny because I just heard last Sunday that they said, you know, despite the turmoil, he's going to be retained as the head coach. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I'm thinking like, well, he probably got a short leash, maybe like three, four games next season. They're going to fire him. But breaking news, they said he's out. Now, do we, re- do we need to revisit his transgressions? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> leading up to this terrible season, they still got. He only made it eleven NFL games. Thirteen. That's it. That's it. He couldn't even do. They couldn't even let him finish out the season. <laughs> Thirteen games. They were two and eleven. So, they, they, he gets fired. We they played Texas. So they say they saved him a bit. The embarrassment. It's like, man, look, you lose to the Texas twice. Because <laughs> we're garbage. <laughs> like, we just go ahead and say the embarrassment fire you right now. Man, <laughs> Texas go two and zero against the team. <laughs> you know you trash. Oh, but wow! But you know what makes the Texans so sorry? <laughs> They're trying to win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like at this point, when you're two and eleven, you try to lose so you can get a draft pick. They're trying to win, and they're losing. Garbage, dog. Don't get me started on this. Anyway. Uh, but oh man, Urban Meyer, man. Well, I'm, it, it, that sucks because this kind of goes back to Nick Saban. Uh, great, great, great college coach, but everybody's not cut out to be. Everybody's not cut out for that losing. Well, and that's probably more so what it is more than anything. Because Urban Meyer lost, what, three games in, <laughs> in Ohio State? <laughs> I think they said seven years. I think they say he lost a total of eight games. And he's lost 11 already. (laughs) He's not cut off with his losing, man. Yeah. He's not cut off. Look, listen. If Ohio State or any of the schools that he's been at, Utah, any of them, if they would have went seven and five, yeah. he probably would have quit. He probably would have quit. It's like, man, he be quitting after they go 11 and 1 here. It's like, yeah, this ain't it. I'm like, bro, you only lost one game. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm having a nervous breakdown. I need a year off. I'm like, damn, dog. Got a 95% winning percentage. Yeah, that's usually his business MO, whatever. He'll have some kind of a nervous breakdown or something after going 10 and 2 or 11 and 1. Now cut off for that loser, man. So, yeah, for him to come in here, and, uh, I mean, no, I'm not even going to make a joke like that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to be tough. <laughs> I know it's going to be tough. I, 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 I tell you, I'm off here. So. <laughs> okay, um, let's move on to music. Uh, and, and, yeah, of course, NBA, sure, we have other stuff. NBA, we, you can talk about the NBA every time, but we'll save NBA. Let's move on to music. Rick Ross, finally, Rick Ross, finally, finally. Finally. Richer than I've ever been. I've heard it twice, and I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's a, it's 
Rick Ross reminds me a lot of J. Cole because of the consistency. Yeah. He's always going to give you a solid album. Uh, one that you can listen to from start to finish. He got some, he got some, it's good workout music, it's good vibe music. He just has it all as far as the music goes. Now, I do have one critique, and I don't know if it's going to be controversial to y'all, but this is just how I feel about it. Hey, first of all, have you heard the album? Yeah. Okay. So you listen to it again, though. I do want to listen to it again. Okay, I'm going to listen to it again on the way home. Now, um, I do have one critique. Oh, man. Where's Khalifa? He stunk it up, man. That's that's the last the track. The last track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stunk it up. I'm sorry. Now, uh, guys, I don't know if you're Wiz Khalifa fans. I actually am. I'm a Wiz Khalifa fan. But that verse was terrible, Sean. <laughs> like, I listened to it. I listened to it three times. He literally rhymed one time. Everything else was not a rhyme, and it just went all over the place. I'm like, Wiz. Okay, this is what I have to say about that. This is for the first thing I thought, because I, I don't know what I'm saying, I need to listen to it again. But for my first hearing of that song, that particular song, I uh, I, I, would, I would say, listen to this song. I My first thought in my head was, Wiz sound like he hasn't rapped in a while. That's the first thing that popped in my head. So I was like, dog. It, it, like, so that's why I, I remember, because I didn't know you was going to say that. Yeah. And so, so it's kind of funny you bring that up. Uh, my first thing probably it's like, we didn't sound like he hadn't rapped in a while. Because it was a, it, it's just, even the cadence, it was just a little. It was off. It just seemed a little off or whatever. So, I mean, he's probably been at home with his kids and his girl doing weird stuff. It just sounds, okay, so I'll give you an example. So when you freestyle and you fall off and you're trying to find a way to get back on, that's what it sounded like he was doing the whole time, like yeah. trying to find his way back into a rhyme. I'm like, dude, it, it, it was yeah. bad, Sean. I'm yeah. just like, I'm, I was disappointed with I'm like, bro, like, you better than that. Because the thing is, too, Kyber, I, I want to give him the benefit of that. I said I want to listen to it again. Because I want to be like, it's probably not as bad as I think it is. No, it's bad. It's been some verses over the past year. Where I was like, man, that was god awful. Then I went back and listened to it. I'm like, okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought. You know? But I remember when I, remember I listened to it. That's what it was, too. I kind of listened to it while I was uh, working out. So I was saying... Right, let me listen to it again in the car, cause I could probably have a better gauge of what 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 he's trying to say or what he said. Cause I remember hearing it. it you know what it sticks out? If it was in the middle of the uh, album, yeah. I probably would have caught on. It's the last one. It's the last song, though. So I remember just being like, "So you damn near ruined the album." Yeah. <laughs> it's the last thing we heard, and then Rick Ross didn't even go after that. Yeah, he didn't go after Come that. Come on, man. He didn't save you on the track. It's like, dog, that was Sean. That was bad because you know what? You know you listen. You know you listen to a song, and you just like, okay, okay, okay. And you waiting? I wait, for and after the fifth, after the fifth bar, I'm like, Wiz, come on, dog. I had to like pause the song. I'm like, Wiz, what the hell are you doing? It was bad. I was like, nah, man. I said, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me regather my thoughts. <laughs> and then I pressed on pause, and I was like, come on, Wiz, come on, Wiz, come on, Wiz. Then he finally got one rhyme. And then the last three didn't rhyme like, and then he just ended it. I was like, oh. yeah, I just that to me it sounded angry. That's from from my first hearing of it. So I'm gonna listen to it again, and I get a better critique of it uh, next time we have a podcast. I'll re re I'll re <laughs> bring this up again, and we'll say it. But yeah, it, it sounded like you know he just hadn't rapped it along. And Wiz, you know, he has that voice, that commanding voice yeah. that is like you have my attention. Yeah. And I'm just waiting, like it's like it leads up to it, and you think, oh, it's gonna be a bar. No, 
no, nothing. I'm like, damn, Wiz. Disappointing. Anyway, um, all right, so Alicia Keys actually came out with an album as well today. So I, say, I, think, I thought it was coming out Friday, but it came out today. Came out today. Okay. Um, I li- I'm not done with it. It's First of all, it's long as hell. It's like, it's two CDs. So it's like an hour and, uh, it's a joint album, so it's like an hour and 40 minutes. So I've heard. What's she on there with? Oh no! I said joint. No, not a joint. It's like a. Uh, it's it's two. Oh, okay, the double CD. Double CD, yeah. Oh. So, um, you know, people don't have CDs anymore. No, we don't. That's why I kept trying to <laughs> try to say it. So it's a double album. So yeah. I heard the first six songs. I like it. She had a lot of uh, old school beats that was kind of blending in. Like you can hear like the old like an older beat. I heard a Sade on there. It was a couple of old school ones on there that I like, and I was like, okay, okay. So uh, I like it so far. It's smooth, and she she got some solo acapella piano. You know, Alicia Keys, man. You know she's talented. Yeah, yeah. And very beautiful. Yes, she's getting better looking with age too. She actually like is. she doesn't wear a lot of makeup and stuff now, so I can tell she does different things with her skin. Mm-hmm. And she's been taking care of herself, and she looks amazing. She does. Um, you know, I, I'm not mad at Swiss at all on that one. Not and mad. the music probably sounds good. Cause I'm pretty sure. Swiss is giving her some direction on some of the music too. Absolutely, I know he had some touch on there. Yeah, so it's uh, I can imagine that it's going to be what I thought of, uh, what I think it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I think she had album come out two years ago, I didn't, and I listened to it a little bit. Back I listened then. to it. I got it. Yeah, and I I couldn't completely get into it, so it'd be kind of good, kind of to see if I could get really get into this one. She has a song uh, on her last album that I like, "So Done." If you get a chance to listen to that, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's the one I always listen to. It might be because I can't remember the actual title names of the uh, songs on that album. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm actually go back since you said that. I'm gonna yeah. actually go back and kind of revisit that one too. Yeah, that's my favorite song on the last album. It's called "So Done." Um, all right, and last but not least, movies. John Cena uh, is coming out with a movie. I thought it, I got a notification. I guess I misread it. I thought it was coming out uh, NBA this boy in a. And Verbing got an album out too. I won't be listening to that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, John Cena, <laughs> John Cena came out with uh, he's well, he's coming out with a movie next month called Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, he's actually a superhero in that movie. John Cena, first of all, before we wrap it up, John Cena has been incredible. His acting career is off to a great start. Uh, the last six movies I've seen him in, he's been unbelievable. John Cena's funny, man. He can go anywhere. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah. He's funny. He can go funny. He can go serious. He can go action. He can go wherever. John Cena's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of... He's the white version of The Rock. Yeah, he's, he's rock-like. Yeah. Straight <laughs> up. Go really? from wrestling to acting. He, he, he's a... Uh, and then, you know, he can host shows. Yep. Uh, and he's... Uh, the most important part of it is he's funny. Well, here's the movie we were talking about earlier with LeBron. What is it called? Uh... Uh, train wreck. Train wreck. Yeah, he was funny in that. He was hilarious. <laughs> yep. So yeah, he's. I, I think. Uh, and so you you haven't seen this one yet, right? No, this one comes out in January. It comes out in January. Yeah. So it's gonna be on HBO Max. I think he's done enough, and I I, I really like my HBO Max app. I, Me too. I really really like. It. Did you did you get a chance to see what I was saying about watching it on regular? I mean, yeah. <laughs> looks terrible, right? It does. Look I terrible. told you, man. And I just I got just got a new. Uh, I got this new guy, a uh, new 65 inch, uh, 128, 120 refresh TV. QLED. All you know what, Sean? All the movie channels look terrible. They want you to buy the app. It, it's a scam. It's messed up because I'm sitting there looking at it like, why is it look like, like it makes me mad? Yes, now. it's hard to do. I can't look at it. It's like only thing that looks okay 
Really? It's sports. Yeah, yeah, ESPN is perfect. Yeah, so sports, sports look fine. Movie channels. No, but it's like, don't even try it. Oh, oh, so y'all just not gonna show it in 4K, or y'all not gonna show it in, in, in uh, 120 refresh? Yeah, just not, not even gonna try. It's stupid because, I mean, the cost. I guess it's HD, but the, the cost of HBO Max and Showtime and all that stuff is the same cost that it would be on cable. So it's like, why are you forcing me to buy that? It's the same thing. It's the same price. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to pay for HBO Max on my cable and the app. It's still one price. So I don't understand that, See, but whatever. It's, it's weird because I actually one of the few people in the world who still have cable. So I, I actually have cable. I just watch everything on the apps. Me too. So through my cable. Me so, too. So, yeah, it, it's just. The only thing I really watch on cable, like you said, sports and some reality TV. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Everything else is on the app. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't caught any love and hip-hop in a while. Thank God. I probably don't need to watch that. Anymore. Nah, it's, it's so toxic now. <laughs> Every time I, like, flip through it, I'm like, see, y'all ain't changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's still the same crap. So, yeah. All right. Episode 147 in the books. We will have the championship uh, recap this weekend. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll probably shoot for Saturday. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the the recap of the championship. We'll talk about next season. This is a, a short preview of next season. We're going to save that for the following week leading into January. And uh, you guys, stay safe, stay blessed. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Live from Cyprus, I'm Johnny Gill with Sean. We're out.